Welcome to the Point Blank Podcast, covering New York Islanders hockey. Here are your hosts, Brian Compton and Mike Carver. Hello and welcome to the very last Islanders Point Blank Podcast with B Comp and Carver. We're here with you in New York City. We're going to get into the whole thing uh, about why this is happening later in the show. We'll do our thank yous later. The first thing that I have to do, um, as many of you know, if you follow me on Twitter, my daughter had a rather serious procedure a few weeks back. Um, she's 12 years old, and the outpouring that I got from you guys was just off the charts between the listeners, uh, Dougie Waite, uh, a couple of players, former and current. Uh, you guys blew me away. Um, thank you so much. She's doing great. Um, she's aching to go swimming. She can't do that just yet. Uh, but luckily, we're still here at the end of June, so she's going to have some time to do that before school starts up again. So. Thank you guys so much. Mikey, how are you? Good, buddy. Great to hear. Great. Yeah. She's doing well. She's doing well. I saw her last week. She looked uh, great. Yeah, she's so. smiling again. Yeah. Great to see. It was a uh, tough few days, but it was the greatest Father's Day gift ever. Her there you go. Getting her out of the hospital. Yeah, absolutely. All right, where should we start? I guess we should go with the uh, Everly. There's so much to spot. talk about, oh, buddy. Oh, my God. It's we been a while. Been we haven't been here in a while, so let's uh, cover all the ground. Yeah. Where do you want to start? You want to start with let's, Everly? Yeah, let's start with Jordan Everly. There you go. This is a guy that I've been talking about for a couple of years, so I'm glad to see that he's here. Yeah. Um, I'm sad to see Ryan. I, I, this, is a, this is an upgrade as far as scoring not, goals not is sad. concerned. There, there's sad. no disputing not that. sad to see Ryan Strom. But I was looking forward to seeing Ryan Strom under Dougie Waite for a full year, training camp, everything else. He picked up his game the second half of last season, then he got injured there at the end. Um, I think he's a guy, just given the players that he's going to play with there in Edmonton, he can get 50 points again, whether it's McDavid, Dreisaitl, whoever it is. Um, but this is a trade I think you have to make. You had to make this trade. Um, I think Ryan Strom needed a change of scenery yeah. in a bad way. Yeah. Look, I know he performed a little better under Dougie at mm -hmm. the end of last year, and you wanted to see. I don't think the Islanders could afford to waste another year with Ryan Strom if he wasn't going to provide what they had been hoping he'd provide for the last card. two years. You just years. don't know what you're going to get from him. You bring in a player who has established himself but is also coming off of a bad year. I mean, this guy was almost scratched in the playoffs. Let's he didn't have a goal in 13 games. Uh, you know, that, he didn't play well for Edmonton in the playoffs or the whole season, and he makes six-plus million dollars right. a year. He makes that off of past achievements. So maybe change of scenery for both guys. Islanders picking up more of the salary, the more established guy. Friends with Johnny. That's a big thing. Which is a big thing also. And you, everything is to make Johnny happy at this point. Of we course. know that. Yep. But I think that this was a good deal. I think uh, Ryan, uh, have fun. I, I don't know if he's going to become what everybody thought he could be. Right. But he'll have an opportunity to go out to Edmonton and make that happen. Uh, I just think that getting Eberly here... Uh, is another piece. They need more, and we're going to get into that too, but they, uh, I thought it was a good move for them. Yeah, the big thing is, like you said, the friendship that Tavares has with Eberle, the chemistry right. that they've shown uh, at international tournaments in years past, so you have that going. Obviously, somebody asked Garth in Chicago after the trade was made, is he going to play with Tavares? I think this is a no-brainer yeah. that Jordan Eberle is going to play uh, with John Tavares and Anders Lee. Bailey probably was so good last year, bro. You want to break that up? Look, Josh was no, good, just... but we know that Eberle, training camp gets underway. Jordan Eberle is playing with John Tavares. He's going to play with Johnny and, and Anders, and I think that that uh, upgrades the top line. Josh Bailey did some good things this year with yeah. those guys, and that should not be forgotten. Points. 
but you got you get Jordan Eberle. He's got a chemistry with Johnny from yep. internationals. Uh, you have to go and exploit that. And hopefully the second line will find somebody else to, because that is where the hole on this team is right now. There's no doubt about this that. This is the biggest hole on the Islanders roster. I say it every day. Um, they still they need Matthew Shane in the worst way. Yeah. I still think they have a chance to get Matthew Shane. I know there's been tweets and everything else that the Islanders and Avalanche talks are dead. I don't buy that for one second. I, um, this is a huge game of poker. Joe Sackick is trying to get everything he possibly can from Gart Snow. Right. But now we've read reports that Pat Brisson, who's Duchesne's agent and Tavares' agent as well, is furious right. that this trade has not been made yet. And not even necessarily to New York, to anywhere. So let's they be, want out of Colorado. Let's be straight here. Now, we know that the offer was Travis, Dal Cole, is I that, can't, and, and I at first, that is that sure. pretty much what we, we think it was? That's a lot. I think that that would have sufficed. Uh, a normal uh, functioning general manager to make that deal happen. I don't know what Joe Sackett's deal is. I don't. Is maybe right Joe now. didn't want Trav. Maybe That's he wants a young. Too. Maybe he wants Ryan Pulak instead. Right, and he's holding out for that. Right, but it, it's. Uh, I th I don't believe it anymore. I think that Sackett wants too much. But somebody did tell me yesterday. I tweeted what about it that, and this is from somebody very close to the situation, that the Islanders are still very much alive in this, oh, it, they and happen. they still feel that they can make this happen before the start of the season. Might not mean next week. Right. It well, might they mean, got Letty and Boychuk the first week of October, um, I'm talking between now and then. It's, right. They still feel that they are very much alive to get this player. Uh, Matt Duchesne might go to camp with the Colorado Avalanche. Yeah. He might not start the season with them. Uh, there's a lot of things. Now, I don't think that that's the best thing for everybody. Oh, my God. Especially I, him. I, I think that the best thing for all parties – whether it be Matt Duchesne, the Avalanche, and whether it's the Islanders or whoever they're trading him to, is for this to happen yeah. in the next two or three weeks. Yeah. Now, we saw last year after July 1st, uh, it, it, correct me if I'm wrong, after the free agent period started, wasn't it around July 8th or 9th when that Subban for Weber deal? No, that was and this the, week. Was, the, was that, this, yeah, was this, that it right it before? It might have been a year ago today. Season? It was right around right, now. Okay, so it was a couple yeah. days before. Yeah. So right around now is and the, uh, the whole deal, obviously, for the Devils. Yes. Those happened on the same day. Yeah. That was a couple days before, before free Before July 1. So there you go. You're in the time now where these things can happen. And uh, I think it's best for all parties if it does, but I don't know if it's going to. Yeah, look, they need this guy, everybody. They, they just need him. Look, and people have been mentioning Sam Gagne. He's another guy who's close no, to I don't, I don't, I don't like Look, him at all. He had a very nice year for Columbus. He I'm stinks. not disputing that. The guy wins less than 40% of his faceoffs. This is the biggest Achilles heel on the Islanders. Nobody can win a faceoff. They never replaced Franz Nielsen. They never replaced Franz, right. which we've they said a zillion times. And if you don't win faceoffs, guess what happens? You don't have the puck. And that's why they allowed as many goals as they did last year. They need a guy who can win draws. This is the best face-off guy in the National Hockey League. Matt Duchesne. Okay. And I'm with you. I believe that they need to acquire him. And can get back to that 60 to 70 point plateau with the uh, Islanders. Especially I as think. we continue to sit here and break down all these things that we're going to. We're going to talk about Hamnick and, and what they gave up in the expansion draft. And when you put those things together with the Eberle trade, what it all says is, is that they need to make uh, this deal for Matthew Shane because the holes are there and now they've given up. I feel like right now they've given up more than they've taken in, obviously. That's pretty I don't think this is a better team right see. now. I don't. This not a better team right now. There's not even I, close look, Eberly's an upgrade, yeah, right but now. without Travis Hamannick in the mix, that the the, the 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 blue line right now isn't better. It's not better. And let's get into that now. Yeah, let's go. So Travis Hamannick goes to the Flames on Saturday, second day of the draft. Uh, a 2018 first rounder and a second and then another second in either 19 or 20 depending on a couple of factors 
look, I got no problem dealing Travis Hamannick. I don't. Okay. And I know we sat here last year saying you can't trade Travis right. Hamannick. Right. I was very down on him this year. He had a bad year. Once again, he couple was injured. Couple of fluke injuries, right? It's not a cut. It's this has gone on for a while now. Yeah. Even before last year, when we said, "Well, he, he wants has to a stay. hard time staying healthy." There's He's no got computer. a very hard time yeah. staying Agreed. healthy, and he didn't have a good season. No, he didn't. I'm a little down on him uh, after the season here, and I had no problem moving him in the right situation. Do I think he's the Islanders' best or second best or third best defenseman? I actually don't. I, I don't believe that. I think that they got, um, you know, a first and two seconds is a pretty decent haul, but when you're a team that's still trying to win now, you better flip these I, picks. I don't believe that this is the return that you needed for this guy. It is if it if it le if it if leads it, to if Matthew Shane. If it becomes Shane. something else, right. but it hasn't become something no, else yet. Not yet. You better and flip these picks. Until it does, right. I consider this a loss. Yep. Now, in a week from now or a month from now, they end up with Matthew Shane from these picks. I think that that uh, is like having Travis in the deal, and and, and you, you look okay. at it that way. Yep. But when you look at the team right now, still have free agency coming up on Saturday. Uh, they've got what is it, five and a half or six million in space right now, somewhere. They're in, in the nine. Area. Well, they have to resign oh, they're the Dahan. They're in the nines, but and they Dahan's going to eat half to, of that. That's the problem. They're in the nines, right? And the and Dahan's going to eat a little bit. Of, he really shouldn't eat half of that if he's going to pay get them between four and five million dollars. Uh, uh, you know, that's just it's too much for me. That's the market. It's too much for me. But what I'm saying is, I, I don't have a problem getting them, but you need to you need to fill the gaps here, and they haven't done it yet. One thing that absolutely cannot happen, and you and I talked about this before we came on here. You cannot allow the Pittsburgh Penguins coming off back-to-back -back Stanley Cup championships to go out and get Matt Duchesne. Yeah. When you've been trying to get this guy since February, you mean to tell me that Jim Rutherford is going to turn around and get this guy to be their number three center right. behind Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin would you really in your be, division? Would you really be shocked? <laughs> the way this is shocked? going. Would but you, you understand what I'm saying. Garth Snow can absolutely not allow it's that to not happen. not just Garth Snow. If you're every GM in the Eastern Conference or the NHL, for that matter, yeah. you can't allow that to happen. I don't know what he's holding out for. If they offer the best deal, they're going to take it. Let's, let's be well, honest here. Well, that's job. Um, I personally think that Sackick was holding out for one of the national defensemen. Yeah, they, and it seems like they don't want to part And they don't want to part with them because yeah. those guys really yeah. jump their stock in the playoffs, no question, whether it be Ryan Ellis or if you I would guys. trade Ryan Ellis or Matthew Shane. Uh, yeah. yeah the, you the, still have enough there. It sounds, if that's who it is, it I don't know who like they, they want. they don't want to do that. Right. I, I, I don't um, know who. They don't want to lose those four guys. It sounds like they love those four guys, and they're not moving Rightfully them. Rightfully so. So I think that it sounds like Sackick was holding out for one of those guys, Yeah. whether it be Ellis or, or whoever. It's a huge um, game of poker, man. But you can't. You're right. You can't allow the Penguins to do that, but at the end of the day, are you really going to be surprised when it happens? Of course not. I'm not going to be surprised. <laughs> but you would think they'd have to give up something uh, value. You know, they'd lose something, yeah. wouldn't they? Yeah. To get Matt Duchesne? Yes, of course. So maybe they would lose something of value, but it's the Penguins. And but it can't be like Olimata and a pick. <laughs> Jake Ensel has to go in that trade, right? You would think. But stranger things have happened. Oh, my God. That's one thing that can't happen. <laughs> who else? Everybody keeps asking me this. If it's not Duchesne, who else is it? Guys, I honestly don't know. I think it's Duchesne or Brock Nelson is your number two center next year. Matthew Barzel. There, or Barzel, if he has a good camp. Uh, this market stinks. It's, it's not a great market. Martin Hansel is a nice player. I'm not giving him five and a half to $6 million over five or six years. Uh, not with Barzel. And Hansel. Hansel. 
Yeah, he's okay. He's a good face-off guy. He had a career year last year as far as the goals go, but... He doesn't move the They're not signing... People keep asking me about Joe Thornton. They are not signing Joe Guys, Thornton. Joe he Thornton. loves California. He's a West Coast guy well, now. He loves it. I he's get it that he there. said he would come east. I, I, he, I heard that yesterday. I don't really care. Anybody who gives Joe Thornton more than a one-year deal... He wants deal, three years. You're He'll be bananas. 38 on Sunday. That guy is cooked. He had seven goals. That guy should only go to a team that is ready to win a Stanley Cup right now. He is not the missing piece. And he can hop on the back of the train and be a part of it. Let him go to Pittsburgh. He should go to the Penguins. Let him be their number three center. He's not a guy who should join a team that just missed the playoffs and is trying to make the playoffs and do more. That is not a situation for Joe Thornton in my eyes. I watched the guy a lot. I watched a lot of West Coast to work and all that. I just didn't think that he had any more or a lot more left in the tank. Yeah. So giving him a three-year deal is pretty stupid in my eyes. It makes no sense. Somebody might do it. Zero. Somebody might do it. Three years. Three years for that guy. Maybe the Rangers. Oh, that would be so Rangers have some holes. Please. Step on. Please let the Rangers do that. Rangers, go sign Thornton for three years. Just make it happen. Um, just getting back to Trav, just for one quick second. Um, you love him, buddy. I know you do. He's, you he's love the Trav. best. We exchanged text messages the other day. I thanked him for being one of the best guys that I've ever worked with. And, you know, I've been doing this for 18 years. He thanked me back. Uh, and then Vintage Trav, uh, next question was, how's your daughter? I hope everything's okay. That's just the kind of guy that he is. Uh, and I'm going to throw this out there now, Mike. He's going to thrive in Calgary. As the fourth guy in that mix that they have with Giordano and Dougie Hamilton and TJ Brody, he's going to do great out there, and I I hope he does. I wish closer to home too. It'll be closer to home, all that stuff, which was something that last year in Western Canada. Good for him. We thought that he wanted to do. Where does this leave us right now in terms of the back line? Um, Number six. It's time. It's has to be. I mean, you would think. And they clearly value Pellick a lot more than anybody else, considering that they protected him. Yeah, I kind of, we'll, we'll get to the expansion draft in a minute, but I kind of thought when I saw that, that Garth had to make sure he had Pellick in the mix for a trade for somebody. Right. Because you're, I, I, I just know. don't see the point of protecting Adam Pellick just to protect Adam Pellick. Right. So are you comfortable right now? With where they are, assuming obviously that Dehan is back in the fold, he has to be for back. more money than honestly I feel that he's. But worth. now but he has to come back. He has to come back now. So how are you feeling right now, in terms of where they are with the six guys? You know, a lot of this hinges on Pulak stepping up, obviously, but also Johnny Boychuk has to be a lot better. Yeah. Thomas Hickey has to be a lot better. He was Hickey terrible. was terrible last yeah. year. He, he had a really bad year. I think Thomas would be the first to tell you that. Uh, if those two guys in particular, Boychuk and Hickey, don't bounce back in a big way, this blue line's going to have some See, holes, Mike. Uh, yeah, I'm with you. And it's on Pulak and Pellick now to step up. Yeah. And they're going to be key pieces here. I think they can do it. Well, listen, Pulak, I mean, the guy was in the witness protection program all year, so you, you don't know what. By the way, Dougie's words, because I talked to Dougie about three weeks ago, um, his words, not mine, were Ryan's a stud. So they obviously still think very highly about Good. Pulak. Well, he was such a stud that you kept him down right. at court the entire year. Right. Um, clearly, I saw Pellick play. Pellick had a couple bad moments. There's no question about yeah. that. Uh, but these guys spent a lot of time filling in for Travis Hammond because he was hurt yes, so did. much. Right. They but still I, have Seidenbach back, back for a year for whatever reason. Which is reason. fine. No, he can you be know, a seven. Listen, it's fine. Yeah, I don't fine. mind Seidenberg being here. Um, but Pellick, I mean, he bet. I just don't. I think they're infatuated with Adam Pellick. I'm just right. not seeing it. I've they said are. this on a previous show. 
I think his ceiling is a third pair NHL defenseman, which I don't have a problem with. I, don't I just have a think that's with it who he is. I, and I think that's what he's got. He's got to show that he can be that consistently he, I don't think this he's year. He's a top four guy. Playing I don't think so either. Twenty-two to twenty-five. He's not. A, he's not a top four guy. Their their top four this year solid has to be Boychuk, Letty, Dahan, and Pulak. Agreed. They have to be the top the way it's four. It's constructed right now. And then Hickey and Pelic have to be your third your third pair. And Seidenberg gets in there. I don't want to see Seidenberg play 75 right. games this and year. And Scott Mayfield is still in the mix. Uh, you as well. listen. He is. Uh, he's right. in the mix. He's That's in all the I'm mix. saying. Good for him. I'm not saying he's going to win hey. the Norris. I said he's still in the mix. Good for him. I'm glad he's in the mix. But do you agree with me there? I mean, those got to be, these guys have got to. It's a question mark. Step up. And they're going to need more from Halak and Grice this year. There's no doubt about that as well. Wow. Especially if this is the blue line, that's that this is going to be the blue line. If this, is, if this is what we have to work with, they need more out of their goaltending. Well, they won't have a problem with anybody having a third net in practice or needing a third net anymore, right? They won't uh, have that problem. How about the irony, right? He keeps this guy all year long. What a disgrace. <laughs> Everything oh, happens man. with Yarrow. And then he gives George McPhee in Vegas a first-round pick to take J.F. Barubi in the expansion draft. You can't make it up. Now, <laughs> look, I... <laughs> It is funny. How has nobody brought this up until us right now? Well, I I did see a little bit of it. I I saw it a little bit on Twitter that that night that it happened. Uh, A lot of people really made fun of the Islanders over this expansion draft between the keeping the five defensemen, they were the only team to do it, and what they gave up here uh, for them to take Barubi and stay away from guys that, in my eyes, weren't worth first or second round picks. Uh, you know, to, to make Vegas steer I, away from them. And I, you're not the first to tell me that. I think it has more to do with take Grabowski's contract off my hands. I, I get that. And, and that's the first rounder. Some of it is obviously don't take Brock, don't take whoever else. Right. I get it. Um, but I think a lot of it don't too. Don't take Brock. Jeez, I mean, we could have made a deal with them to take Brock. Well, you know what, Mike, you know? In, in fairness. Here's a second rounder that, and Brock. But it's they bad asset you know. management if you lose Brock Nelson. That's for fine. You know, I know that I have some fun with it. And, and I get that. That would have been a bad situation. But everybody had to lose someone, and, and right. if you would have kept a couple of the other apps, assets in the cupboard, I wouldn't have had a problem with it. I get the first rounder is the trade-off for the Grabowski contract. Yeah. Uh, Clarkson had the same thing right. with, with Columbus. Right. So Vegas netted a couple first out of that. And then the second rounder was obviously to stay away from these guys. Now, we, we saw they had to keep Strom away. Yeah. Um, because of right. the Eberly right. deal. I'm sure that was talked about before the expansion no draft. They knew that that was going to be something in play. Yep. They had to keep him off of Strom, kept him off of Nelson. And I guess from talking to the RFA DeHaan, I, I guess that was also part of the, uh, you would think that that was part of the deal as yeah. well. I think it, it, it was all, a whole gigantic, all this stuff has to happen, so here's a first-round draft pick at the end of the day. But I think a lot of it has to do with Grabowski. Yeah, and, and, and because they needed that off now to make the Eberly deal. And yeah, you're not clearly, getting Jordan Eberly if you don't make that trade. And clearly also, well, then it's, it looked like an Eberly plus because it looks like they wanted to add Shane as well if Joe Sackett had a brain. But <laughs> um, it, it, so that's why they really needed to get that off the books now as opposed to long-term IR and all the other paperwork that yeah. goes on with doing that stuff. So it was a big, it was a big you know, they gave a lot to them. Yeah, they yeah. gave a lot to Vegas. But J.F. Barubi That's the funny is the is the best part. Because it's, it's the drama hilarious. that went on for so long about J.F. Barubi. It was it was unbelievable. And for him to finally be for him to be the guy that goes over there, and I'm guessing he's gonna be their AHL goaltender. 
right? I mean, Fleury, and Picard, not, Fleury I, and Picard are going to be their goalie. Well, look, he becomes a, a UFA on Saturday. There's a good right, chance he's right, out there for right. weeks, so, if not months. Yeah, he might not even he's not, he not playing not a game in the NHL next year. Right. Write it down. He shouldn't. No chance. Not the way he performed. Somebody's asked me about this. I'm going to bump this off you, Mike. What do you think? Because Vegas is obviously looking for more draft picks. Garth has some. If the whole Duchesne thing does not happen, do you go after James no. Neal? No. I knew he was I say no, no, and it's not because I don't like him. I think he's a very good player who can score some goals. Uh, but between Lee and Ladd, Everly in the mix now as well. And if you guys want to watch Josh Hosang be a top six forward, if you get James Neal, that kind of takes that away. So I just don't think it's a fit. I don't think he's a fit. I think you could have did him at a lesser price than Jordan Eberle. Um, but I don't know. Well, I honestly don't know. You, you know, but I think that Eberle was the better play, being with the Johnny connection and, and more talent, obviously, more and younger. Um, and a righty look, shot. I think that helps, too. Right. Neal's a left. James so. Neal, I like Neal a lot. I do. Yeah. But I, I, I think that you've hammered this home a lot. Up the middle is where the issue is that's right now. And that's where you need and to put big. somebody. Sorry, this is still a big – it's nothing against Brock. I know Brock will probably score 20 goals next year, wherever he is. Yeah. Um, but he is not Matthew Clutch Shane. Goal. He's not. And they need a guy who can win faceoffs and play better in the uh, defensive. I game. would rather get a guy up the middle and roll the dice with Hosang on the second line yeah. with him than to get a kneel to you put on the Lad, second line. You had Lad, Duchesne, and Hosang? I'd watch that line all night. It makes you a lot stronger. Right? There's no question about that. And then you can bump a guy like Brock down to the third line where it's just Unless where, he goes in the trade, where which he I think belongs. has to be a possibility. I don't, He's got a friendly I, contract. I don't know. It's two I, and a half million, right? Anybody He's only got happen. one year. I think that makes sense. If the trade does happen, I think Brock going to, going to Colorado makes some sense. Okay. I'm fine with that, too. I'm fine with anything that involves him not being. And then you can have, like, Beauvillier, Chimera, Bailey, line three. Yeah. I talked to Anthony yesterday. He's doing well. He How's said, he doing? He's doing well. Um, How does he feel about being there with all these young guys when he played an entire season in the I NHL? Think he's like year. 20 years old. <laughs> he's still a kid himself. I know. Um, but I asked him, you know, you did play a little bit of wing and center last year. What do you prefer? He goes, you know, I'm a natural center if I can play center. I right. Prefer, I'll so get him on the third he, line. He, Bang. He's obviously going to do whatever is asked of him. Right. But he said he would prefer to play center. So that's a pretty good third line. I think. Tavares, Duchesne, Bavillier, Sezikis. It's not bad. One, two, three, four. That's not bad. Got to make it happen. Yeah. But this is still, I personally feel, less than 50-50 from happening. So that's when you got to open up. Well, if, if you're an Islander fan, until it happens, why would you believe it? I, w right? I would never believe anything. Same uh, thing happened. with the arena, which we should probably get into for we a could, few We could touch on that if you, do, if you really want to. We could touch July on that. July 10th at the, uh, what, the Elmont Library, there's a hearing from 6 to 8 uh, for residents to come in and either bitch and moan or say how much that this has to happen. How think? many people are you actually going to say this has to happen that, are, that actually live there? Well, it's, it's state property, so anybody can anybody go. Anybody can go. If you live in Montauk, you can go that. and say, hey, I live in this state. I want this to happen. Then you need to go there. Then the people need to go right. and let it be known. Because the people that live around there, they're not going to want it to happen. Of course. They want so a supermarket. I'll tell you that right now. They, want, they don't want it to happen. So if anybody's allowed to go, and I've completely checked out of this because I just find it so ridiculous. I'm, I'm so done with it. I... The stories every day. You, we've done this a thousand yeah. times. You know my feelings on this. Uh, call me when they put the shovel in the ground. Um, look, it, then people better go and let it be known that they want it to happen. Because uh, a couple years, you know, it, it is what it is. Uh, this is, I think, the last chance saloon here for this stuff. 
I really yeah. do. Uh, and while we were gone also, they decided to play this. They're going to play this preseason game. Yes, they are. At that dump over there <laughs> on Hempstead. <laughs> Have you gone Park. yet? I'm, I won't go. So Metallica. I'll never right. go there. I'll never go there. Really? I will never go in that place. No matter what? Nope. So Foo Fighters plays at the Coliseum, you're not going? They'll play somewhere else. <laughs> I know that, but I'm just saying. I'll go see him at the Prudential Center. Wow. I'm not going there. All right. What the county did with that place Agreed. and everything, I will never put a dollar of my money into that building. I'll never do it, personally. And what they're doing here. That's going here, to change, I'm telling you right now, when Olivia wants to see Elmo live, dude, you're going to the Coliseum. Yeah, but the, 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 <laughs> Elmo will stop at either the Barclays, the Garden, or the Prudential Center also. Okay? I don't need to go to that place. I, I really don't. Yeah. And what they're doing here, playing a preseason game at that place, is just, in my opinion, spitting in the face yeah. of the fans. And it's going to give them want false them to hope. go back in the Because you know they're going to get 13,000 people, right? This, that play, it's gonna, it's, they're going to sell that game out. Of course they are. And then people are going to say, look, we can, we're, we'll go. We We've talked about this forever. Right. We know the diehard fan knows the situation with the Islanders arena. Yeah. They know what's going on. Yeah. Then there's the casual fan or the people that live on Long Island that only see what's going on with the Islanders arena when they see the front page of Newsday right. or hear that, the, oh, the Islanders are playing a game again at the <laughs> old Coliseum. They must be coming back here. Right, right. They don't know. Yeah. And, they, and that's the problem. And it gives those people uh, the belief that the Islanders are going back there when they're not. Yeah. So I just find the whole thing to be quite embarrassing and unnecessary. And it's a bad job uh, that they're allowing it. I get who pushed for it. I know who pushed for it. And um, they think that they're going to make something happen out of this. Not, they're not. Not happening, um, guys. It's just not. They're, they're, they're appeasing some stupid clause in a It'll contract. be a fun afternoon. Right Place there. will be rocking. I get it. But they are not playing their home games. I won't, it's not I won't happening. be there. I won't be there. And it's just I'll that simple. I'll probably have to go for work. But. Um, no chance. <laughs> no chance I go in that place. Not to turn this into an Oliver Stone film, but do you think that John Tavares would sign July 1 or July 2, which doesn't look like that's going to happen, had he knew what's going on with the building? Yes. In other words, the hearing's July 10th. Pat Brisson and John Tavares want to yeah, see what goes on hearing, at this hearing. The hearing isn't going to determine whether or not they're getting well, a building at Belmont It'll Park. give them a better idea. How much blowback are they going to get, I think, uh, they want to know. Maybe they'll know about the blowback, but... Right. I think that even what happens at this meeting that they're going to have, you're still far away yeah, from the this thing actually the, happening. Yeah. I don't see how they can determine what, is, what, what the future is going to be. They cannot decide on July 10th uh, from whatever happens at that meeting that they know that the Islanders are going to stay and, and be in Belmont Park. They, yeah. they are not going to be able to determine that from what goes on that night. I think if this thing was completely done, that he would be signing on July 1st, no questions okay. asked. And now, I, agree with that. I think this thing's playing out. I know people don't want to hear it. Um, I hope I'm wrong. I've been wrong before. <laughs> and you can all laugh at me when it happens. This thing's going to wire. Yeah. I really believe it. Yeah, I mean, look, Steven Stamkos didn't sign until June 29th. I think you can expect that. Yeah. June 29th of next year. I honestly feel this is. It going might take to the that wire. long to figure out what the hell's going on with the building. And they still might not know. They might not even know that. You might right. have to make a decision at that time on just taking a leap of faith alone that it's going to happen. Yeah. I, I honestly believe, and more guys have come out uh, with the building. And I mean, Dahan and Clutterbuck in the last ten days both did interviews about the Barclays. About the Barclays. 
Um, I mean, Clutterbuck then went and bought a house out in, uh, yeah. out in Long Island, so he doesn't seem too concerned about Look, it. Uh, here's the only thing I'll say, and I don't want to give anybody false hope about Belmont. The next person that tells me that there is no chance this is going to happen will be, will be the first one. I didn't say there was, I never said no chance. Well, I'm saying, like, everybody see, that I've spoken to seems to think that there is a really, really good chance that this is going to happen. And I hope it does. Yeah. But they are going to need. But it's going to get dragged out, like you said. It'll be dragged out, and they are going to need a place to stay for a few years. It's going to take yeah. two and a half to three years to yep. build that place. No if, and that's after it officially happens. Right. You're looking at four to five possible years right. down the road. So you need somewhere to be in that middle. And what else has to happen at Belmont? How does that play into the construction of the, of the rink? Because from what I understand, they want to winterize Belmont so it can be open year-round. Yeah, they're done with Aqueduct. Yeah, well, they want to expand the casino at Aqueduct. That's right. what that's all about. And uh, whatever they want to do with the, with the railroad, yeah. that's going to take time. So I don't know how that all plays into how long it's going right. to take to build the building. I don't even know where on the property they're planning on building I would have to assume that large parking lot that they only use on Belmont Stakes Day. Maybe, yeah. I mean, uh, that I would assume right. that Makes would sense. be. I don't know anything about it, but I would assume that that large piece of land on the other side of Hempstead Turnpike where you know you can get on from the it's an easy on from the right. cross island uh i would assume that that would be where they'd put it and what else would they have to do as far as parking they would have to build a garage because what do you do on stakes day if there's an arena taking up thousands of parking spots yeah there right there's a lot there's of work so, that needs to be so done there's so many here. things this thing is so far away yeah uh and you you need to secure people don't want to aren't going to like it you need to secure the barclays for the next four or five years yeah or uh, or else i don't know where you're playing hockey i mean you, that's your only choice Rotsky's got msg Right, when he came on the show? He did. If MSG is uh, involved, you know, I guess it's a possibility. Listen, nobody wants this building more than Dolan. Right. I don't know, Dolan wants the building. He wants it bad, yeah. so he's got a lot of reasons to keep the Islanders here. It's all about television. Yeah. So he wants that building. There you go. Should we talk about the draft picks? I, I honestly, guys, I don't know no. really anything about Robin Salo. I know they're obviously high on him. Hope he does well. We won't see him until, what year is it, 2017? We won't see him until 2020, 2021 at the earliest. Right. So uh, These guys are not going to help what, what needs to happen right. uh, in the near future. So right. uh, congrats to the Devils who had the top overall pick. And they got, I think they made the right move, Nico. Too. I think he's a good player. Yeah, they can mark the Shire, So kid. good for them. Yeah. Nolan Patrick seems kind of dry to me like and made, no, a, made a glass right like no personality uh, yeah I, I could see that Nico seems to be more like all over the place. energetic kind so of I'm guy. hanging with Girardi the other day he was doing a, he, they took him to the Yankee game took him to the Red Bull game they had him all over the place <laughs> so it's good for good for them glad they got themselves a, a little potential star there did we cover everything I think so pal uh, before we get into uh, the end of the line here yeah. just finally since we you know what do you think here July 1st on Saturday okay, yeah yes or no uh, will Matt Duchesne wear an Islander sweater in 1718? I don't know if it'll be by July 1st, but I know I, I said it in February and I was wrong. I'll say it again. I think he's an Islander before the season starts. I'm going to go with no. Well, that's what you went with in February. Despite, uh, yeah. <laughs> Despite what I was told yesterday from somebody that I definitely do um, trust. Uh -huh. So I'm not, this wasn't thrown at me by some, this person knows what's going on. Okay. I can't say who it is. But they said they're very much involved. So I have to, I have to believe that, but I still don't believe it'll happen. I think Joe, because of who's running this I show. think Joe Sackick knows he can't go into camp with Matthew Shane still in the mix. It's, you, just, or it's just a really bad vibe. And it has yeah. been a bad vibe. 
look, and the Avalanche, they're not as bad as their record indicated last year. They started behind the eight ball. Patrick Watt bailed on what, August, whatever it was. Nice guy. And then Joe had to scramble to hire a coach. So it was, it was doomed from the start. Um, I think if Duchesne. Their roster's putrid. It's not pure. Uh, it's, it's terrible. I don't think there is bad. Aside from Duchesne Look, and McKinnon, McKinnon I mean, Landis Cox, they have some players. They're Ross. Tyson Jost is going to be a good player. So they have guys. Um, Do you expect activity July 1st? From the Islanders? Yes. I don't. I th they don't think they're it, getting Duchesne. It'll be minor stuff. They're not. Small parts. They're not signing Hansel. They don't really have, Thornton. other than the second line center position, they don't They don't really have a lot of holes. They don't. A lot of places to go and get anybody. Right. Well, that's what I was saying about Neal. If you, if you get James Neal, where is Jose going to play? Especially if you want Barzell to also be a part of if the mix. If you want Barzell to be in the mix. You can't have him go. And now I know I get it. This year he could play in the AHL. Yeah, right? he, can he can play in Bridgeport. Play at Bridgeport this year. And there's nothing wrong with that. I, right. There really isn't. I, I, don't, I, I don't think it's necessary. I think he could play. Now. I'm not saying he's not NHL ready, but if you have four guys ahead of him on the depth chart, I don't see the problem in letting him go to Bridgeport and tear it up and be the, the player if that he can be. If this doesn't work out, I think they'll go into camp with that, still with that big hole on the second line center. They're not going to go. Yeah, uh, I don't think there's a plan. They are not the going to be active moment. on Saturday. Yeah, they're not. I, I'm with you on that. I don't think. And I don't think they should be. I think they should hold yeah. out hope that they can still get Duchesne. That's fine. The and then, and then try to way, fill it from within it if out. you really want to give Barzell a crack at it or, right. or do whatever you want to do. And I know you guys are looking at cap friendly and you're saying, oh, we have nine whatever million dollars in cap space. They have to sign Calvin DeHaan. Uh, so I hope you're that's taking away half of it. I hope that's not as much as you think. But What do you think he's going to get? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't – I just – when I think it, I, I like it. He had a good year. I just don't see – Four and a half million dollar year. I can't wait to see what Kevin Shattenkirk gets. Uh, what it is going to be obscene. I hope the Rangers give him like seven for seventy. I just, you know, I don't. I'm listen. I'm exaggerating. I want somebody to overpay him. Yeah. So, oh, so whoever he knows, he's getting overpaid. Is not worth no whatever he gets paid, whatever it is, he's not worth it. All right. Um, so everybody wants to know why we're doing this. I don't want to do that today. That's that's a story for another time. Uh, I think today is about. Um, thanking the network, thanking our producer, Jason Pateri, who approached me about this three years ago to the day almost. It was right around this time. I don't know if you remember this, Mike. You and I had beers at Banter in Forest Hills. You think I remember things? <laughs> I mean, I <laughs> And I told you about this. I believe you did, yeah. And I was so hesitant because I said to you, I don't know if I can do this. I've never taken a broadcasting class. This is not what I do. I'm right. more, you know, I've, I've took strictly writing courses when I went to school a billion years ago. Uh, and you basically said, you know, give it a shot. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And I talked about having you on board then. Uh, and then shortly thereafter, Jay suggested Christian Arnold because he was writing for Point Blank at the time. And Christian was great. And then he got a, a job in PA that uh, didn't work as he envisioned. But it, I, th I thought for Christian it was the right move at the time. Um, and it, it opened up a spot for you. Um, and I've said this before, and I'll say it again. This, you have made this show infinitely better. You have made me infinitely better uh, because I've gone back and listened to the shows that I did even before Christian came on, and Jay could have kicked me out the door then because those shows were terrible. <laughs> I was so bad at this. Uh, but thank you to Jay for sticking with me and uh, you know showing me the ropes and, and teaching me some things, so I appreciate that. Um, this show has been so much fun. The guests that we've had from the beginning, um, Mick Fakoda, Kelly Rudy, Pat LaFontaine, Clark Gillies, Bobby Nystrom. Scatcherd. Dave Scatcherd, who was crying on the air and threw me furrow. That was just unbelievable. 
Uh, I know I'm missing people. Andrews Lee, who we had on a few months back, Thomas Hickey, Brock Nelson, uh, Michael Dalcole, uh, Arthur Stable came on a zillion times, Brendan Burke, Howie Rose, Butch Goring. Uh, I know I'm missing people. I'm not doing it on purpose, Jigs. I swear. Jigs. I mean, so many just great people who spared their time. Uh, they don't get paid to come on with us. No. They, they, it was 10 minutes or whatever it was. We tried to keep them to 10 to 15 minutes at the most. So uh, just so much fun. It's just a blast. Uh, absolutely. Uh, my thanks to you and for, for suggesting me, and thanks to Jay for bringing me on. Had a blast here. Uh, a lot of fun. I love doing it. It's a great time. And uh, listen, we're not we're not done. Nope. We're still going to be uh, doing a show. Yeah, we need won't to. Be, it just I'm won't be here. Glad you brought that up. Um, um, for the knuckleheads on Twitter who were celebrating when I broke the news that we weren't going to continue on with the show, that we were fired uh, or the show was canceled, that is not what happened. Not at all. What this happened. was Mike. This was uh, Mike and I collaborated for months. Honestly, we were going back and forth on what we should do, um, and we decided that we were going to take this on our own. The show will be called The Aisle Seat with B-Comp and Carver. Um, the logo is ready to, to rock. I'll probably tweet that maybe tonight, tomorrow. I'll yeah. talk to you after the show. We'll figure that out. Uh, it's going to be, we're doing it privately um, for now. We'll see how it goes. Privately sourced. Privately sourced, that's right. <laughs> Ask my wife about that one. Um, but yeah, it's basically Mike and I have a, a, a lot of faith in you guys. Um, we know that this is a market that you guys are just crazy about this hockey team. So that's why we're going to continue on. There's some things that we want to do that we just weren't sure we're, we're going to be able to happen here. So um, just sit tight. Uh, I don't know when we're going to do our first one. Could be a couple of weeks, could be a month. We, we, we just don't know yet. We're still working that stuff out. Uh, but that's what we're doing. Yeah, it's going to be a new chapter of yeah. it. Like I said, uh, nothing had nothing to do with SNY. Nothing, zero. Zero. And less we than zero not, with Jason Pateri. Nothing with Jason. I love like a brother. We were not fired. We just uh, right. we decided that we wanted to try this a different way. Yeah. And that's what we're going to do. So for those of you that listen to us, and we appreciate it, we love you all, and stick with us. We're not we're not done doing this. We're just done doing this. Here. here. So the only we'll still guys. be with you, and we love everybody here, and, and it's, just, uh, it's just something that we had to do. Yeah, and it, it, you guys really made me feel better about the decision once I said that this was going to be the last show. Where are you going? Like, the amount of people that were upset right. thinking that we weren't coming back um, made me feel a hell of a lot better about what we're doing here. So uh, we love you guys so much. Uh, thank you again to Jay. Am I missing anybody? I really don't want to miss anybody. <laughs> Uh, Kimber Auerbach at the Islanders, who hooked me up so many, hooked Mike and I up so many times, getting players on here. Um, yeah, don't forget about Adam and Nicole who come out. Adam and Nicole, who make, uh, I can't speak for Mike, make me sound so much better than I really sound. I can't tell you guys how many times over the last three years where I would screw up and I would have to count back three, two, one again and start right. up. So um, the technicians are phenomenal. Everybody here is great. Um, Mike and I just feel it's, it's time to start something new. That's it. That's it. Yeah, buddy. So we'll be doing that soon. We will be doing that very soon. So make sure you're following me on Twitter at BCompton at Carver High CBS. Is that correct? That's it. I want to make sure I got that right. You got it. Um, keep reading Point Blank. Andy Graziano and Brian Ernie do a terrific job. Um, so keep reading their stuff. Uh, you can always find me on NHL.com. That's where my main stuff is. Everybody knows that. Uh, I love all you. Mike loves everybody. Absolutely. Thank you so, so much. And sit tight. We'll see you soon. This has been the Islanders Point Blank Podcast. 
part of the SNY.TV Audio Network.